Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, everyone. So today we actually have a new co-host that we're going to introduce you to. So everybody, I'd like you to meet Katie Haig. Welcome, Katie. (laughs) Hey, Brittany. Good to be here. Now, you've actually been a guest on the podcast before. Yes, I have. It was like a rebel homeschool mom episode, I think. Yes, <laughs> and that that fits, I think. And Katie and I both, did we both live in Utah at the same time? Did you live in Utah? No, I no, I do not, have never lived in Utah. We just ran in similar circles with people who we think who lived in Utah, Connor being one of them. Yes. So, yes. Connor being one. Yeah, my daughter went to school out there, but. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, Lots of Utah overlap. It's nice we finally get to do something together because Katie and I have known each other for years. So we're very excited to be doing this. So today we're actually just going to take an episode and get to know a little bit about Katie since you're going to be getting to know a little bit about her as you guys listen to the podcast. So Katie, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to put you in the hot seat and ask you some some fun questions. Um, the first one I okay. always like to ask is, um, how did you get into all this? If you, and you, maybe you want to say how you got into, you know, wanting to homeschool or how you found Liberty, but just, you know, kind of a brief little, little story on how you found this realm of the, of, uh, the world. Right, right. So I feel like a lot of people come to kind of the Liberty movement, um, either from the right or the left. I don't encounter and haven't encountered tons and tons of people who were just like unaffiliated. And then just this was their very first introduction to, you know, their political leanings or their way of thinking. Um, So I definitely came from the right. Um, I was a Republican. I was married to a soldier. He was deployed all the time. And um, so you know, I definitely was raised in a right-leaning family. My dad and I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh every night. Oh, same. That's how I, or in so, the mornings, I think, yeah, is what I used to do as a kid. Yeah. So that's my upbringing. Um, and so I became a mom. My husband and I have seven kids. And um, I was, you know, always pretty conservative. And then I think it was probably 2011 Um, I had a friend who was a big Ron Paul guy, and I was definitely of the mindset, you know, the, the, the classic talking point of both the right and the left about third party candidates. Um, And I, you know, thought that's so crazy. You know, you're supporting a candidate that's going to split the vote, you're going to give the presidency to Obama because you like this Ron Paul guy. And, and so that was kind of my mindset. And he um, encouraged me to read Atlas Shrugged and to listen to Dr. Paul. Um, And so I guess that's kind of where it started. Um, You know, the more that I listened to um, Ron Paul talk, the more that the things that he was saying made sense to me. And so um, that's kind of where, how it started for me. And then it was very close to that time that um, we, you know, our kids were all in public school and I was constantly fighting with the schools. I mean, it was like, I wasn't one of these parents that was looking for it. I didn't storm into the principal's office and have all these issues with the schools, but I always really, really struggled with the idea that I was sharing the upbringing of my children with someone else. Like I didn't see, you know, my kids' teachers as um, co-parents or people that I was raising my kids with. I saw it very much like, well, 
you know, I am essentially paying you to perform this task. I'm allowing you, or I've chosen you to educate my children. And as time passed, I realized that that was not necessarily at all the view that the schools had of that relationship. And so um, learning kind of these more libertarian leaning ideas, um, I got really into kind of studying the Austrian School of Economics. And all of it was just kind of fitting together in a way that made me less and less comfortable with yep. school. And so, you know, our kids were all in school. We had them um, all come home one Christmas break. And we just decided that we weren't going to send them back. So we just pulled all of them out of school all at once. We didn't have a plan, didn't have a curriculum. We just knew that we were spending hours every night doing homework with the kids we were essentially teaching them. They were spending tons of their day learning social things or moral things that the schools were teaching that didn't necessarily fit in with our beliefs. And so we just said like, okay, well, we're going to have to figure it out because this isn't this isn't how it's going to work. So it kind of is all very tied together. Our decision to homeschool definitely, you know, um, came about, I think, because of the the things that I was learning and being converted to about you know, basically the way that I believe that the world worked and should work. So hey, that's the name of this podcast. Good time. Katie. I know. <laughs> um, so what is your favorite thing about being a mom? Oh my gosh. I feel like it goes in phases, you know? Um, so like I said, we have seven children. We have six girls and one boy. And um, our oldest is 24. <laughs> and our youngest is 14. <laughs> so at each phase of our kids' lives, I feel like my answer to that would be different. Um, when they were younger, I just loved getting to be the person who taught them the things that they know. And I loved getting to identify their strengths and their weaknesses. And, you know, we were a military family at the time, so we traveled a ton. And so our family was very, very close and we all knew each other really, really well. And so it was such a joy to, you know, here are these people that you taught to eat and you carried within your body and you helped learn to walk. And, you know, you've been there through every single phase of their development and to be able to take on the responsibility of also educating them. Um, it was so fulfilling and beautiful to watch that now, as I've continued to watch my kids get older, um, you know, it's so fun. I have these six daughters who are, they're all adults now. Um, all of our girls have moved out and it's just our son at home with us now. And I have this built in awesome friend group. We're all super close. We get together, you know, at least twice a week, all of us. And we, um, we do family dinners and we just spend a ton of time together still. And so I've gotten to watch all the way through what it looks like to opt out of the the system and to do it our own way and to see that, you know, um, our adult children are thriving, they're happy, <laughs> they're successful. Um, and I think one of the most, I guess, satisfying parts of it is seeing that they have, um, I don't know if satisfying is even the word, maybe comforting is the, the better word that our, our girls who are adults have chosen to um, continue living the way that we raised them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they didn't 
start blogs about how terrible it was to be homeschooled. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they aren't, you know, they don't hate us. They, they, three of our girls are um, expecting, we're going to be grandparents this oh, year. That's so to, exciting. I know. Three babies. So excited. We have one girl coming, one boy coming, and then the other, we're not sure yet. Um, anyway, so it's been really, really cool to watch them decide that they want to raise their kids the way that they were raised. Like, I don't know if there's anything as a parent that could be more satisfying and make you feel more like you, I guess, succeeded than your kids continuing to live the way that you raised them and adopting the ways that they were raised um, to raise their own kids. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. So, yeah. So right now that's like, that's my favorite, I think, is is that part of it. So which kid is your favorite? I'm kidding. Don't answer that. <laughs> oh, I'll text you. <laughs> so some fun questions. What is your favorite book? Oh my gosh. Hmm. I That actually stumps me. Um, <laughs> Here, we can go back to it. I'll ask you another one and you can be thinking Okay, yeah. About come it. back to me. What was okay. your favorite movie as a kid? Oh my goodness. My favorite movie. Let me think. I love, I don't know if it's a movie. I loved the Anne of Green Gables series. I think that counts. Is that the new one? Yeah. Or newish? No. New meaning like within the, or was it the one from like, PBS no, or like the old, yeah, 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 okay. The like Canadian broadcast, yeah, whatever Canada's PBS, <laughs> yeah, that series. I loved that. That's fun. And then, what about who would you say is your hero? And that can be, let's say, like who's your liberty hero? And maybe it's Ron Paul. I know Connor and I kind of share that one too. Yeah, um, it's really funny because I feel like in my work, I've been so. Um, fortunate to get to actually meet and get to know and mm-hmm. spend time Same. with my Liberty heroes. And so I, I feel kind of like, yeah, I would say, you know, I, I was very impacted by um, Ron Paul. I was very impacted by Jeff Dice. I love reading um, Dr. Tom DiLorenzo's history. Um, and so I have these these people that I, I really have admired and that have shaped kind of my way of thinking and seeing the world. And I've been super blessed to get to know them and to work with them. And so then it feels kind of weird to say they're your heroes. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like kind of awkward, but um, definitely, you know, Dr. Paul is who started me um, where I am Absolutely. or on this path. So. So what yeah. about your like hobbies? What is something like if you've had a long day or or you want to come home and there's something that you like to do that always makes you happy, whether it's music or painting or writing, what is your thing? What is your hobby? Um, I really like to be in my kitchen. Um, we have, like I said, a huge family and we always cooked. We gathered in our kitchen. So um, I think probably cooking is my the thing that I do that kind of relaxes me and, you know, it just feels good to, um, to serve your loved ones in that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're definitely, uh, we eat for, um, I don't know. It's like a, a, an event in our family, right? So I like to prepare food. I like to cook and I like to just sit down with a cup of tea and, um, we live out in the country. We have some land out in rural Kansas, and so we have this big picture window um, that faces east at our house. And, you know, it's just beautiful to look out over the the view there. And so I am definitely a person that um, likes solitude. So I can sit very quietly for a very long time and be completely content. So, are you so an, if you're I'm an not introvert? cooking, 
I am, I guess maybe I'm like an extroverted introvert because Mm -hmm. I like to be around people. I love airports and shopping malls and places where there's a bustle, but I'm not really as excited about um, being in settings where I'm going to be like the one that the spotlight is on. So you and I have very, I I love that. (laughs) I love that. I know. I know. You're like, put me in. Stage and give me a mic, and I'm like, I will film you and I will critique you. But it's funny, I've always, I always become really good friends with people who are more behind the scenes because it's a really good, um, I always end up like, uh, like dating people who are front and center, like me, like Spotlight, and then I always end up best friends with people who like to be behind the scenes. So it's funny because it always works out. (laughs) Yeah. And that's definitely how my husband and I are. Our kids were always like performing and singing together. He was always like, organizing them to do these great things. And I never would have done that ever. Like even just this last over Christmas, all of our kids were here visiting and um, they all came to church with us. And my husband had arranged for them to all get up and sing a musical number um, during our church yeah, Christmas service. And afterwards people were like, why didn't you get up there with your family? And I'm thinking like, I would never do that. <laughs> I've like, never no. done that. <laughs> That's not my role. I tell them like who's off key and where people should stand, but I would never be up there. That is so funny. Well, we will leave it there, but I'm not going to let you off the hook. Actually, I got to ask you what your favorite book is. I got to see if you, rem- if you thought of one. Oh my gosh. I just, I don't even know. I just love to read. And so I can't even think about like what books have I returned to over and over again? I don't know. I love the Harry Potter books. Oh, That's same. not super intellectual, oh, but I love them. They're still great. I, um, I read them every year once a year. I love the books. Love Harry Potter. Yeah, and they do. They just feel so good to read. Yep. I love Edgar Allan Poe. Um, oh, really? <laughs> when I, I do, yeah. When I turned 18, all I wanted was luggage and Poe's complete works. And that's become kind of a tradition in our family. Then when our kids turn 18, that's what we gift them. So, for, for listeners, um, Edward, Edgar Allan Poe, he's kind of like a, would you call him a gothic writer? Like what would be the word you would describe him as? Yeah, maybe, maybe gothic, kind of mystery, but yeah, definitely yeah, kind of mystery, a little I guess. bit. I know it's like a, when I was in like middle school, they used to have us read him around like Halloween time. It's not, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's kind of a little like chilling or haunting kind of, but yes, very, very, uh, very interesting. Okay, that's interesting for me to hear that that was your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. That's so funny. Well, we will yeah. leave it there and you guys will get to know Katie as we record more episodes as I know, you know, if, as time has gone on, I've been doing these for, oh my goodness, almost four years now. Um, that's crazy. Where mm-hmm. is time gone, everybody? <laughs> um, but you get you get to know us a lot because we'll share a lot of our, our own experience. So, so really excited to learn more about Katie. So um, as always, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. And until next time, Katie, we will talk to you later. All right. See you, Brittany. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.